Welcome to Strand Baptist Church Podcast. We have officially entered lockdown level one. With that, we will have podcast episodes released every Tuesday and every Thursday. I trust that this will be a blessing to you. God bless. Welcome and good afternoon. It is Tuesday the 29th of uh, September. I trust that you are all doing well. And uh, it is Tuesday, so it is the day for uh, the first episode of our podcast. Now, last week I mentioned it to you. I mentioned that I would have a guest this week, but unfortunately he allowed, or he let me know that he would not be able to join me this week, but he has assured me that next week he will be certain to join me. He is out of Cape Town um, at the moment. So today we will be speaking about um, something that I would like to just spend a bit more time on something I mentioned on Sunday. Now, on Sunday, I mentioned the fact that the early church referred to Sunday as the Lord's Day. Now, because of time, it was a bit of a long sermon or a longer sermon. I wasn't able to elaborate on the phrase, nor was I able to elaborate on what I meant by the phrase, the early church. So, this episode is going to be about the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, and worship. <laughs> so, I'm going to try and make that case here. And uh, yeah, I hope you can see that it is scriptural, it is from God's Word, and also in line with church history. Now, even as I use that phrase, the Lord's Day, I can anticipate an objection to that term. And I can hear in the background, someone might object by saying, hold on. All days are the Lord's. And of course, obviously that is true. God made Monday and he made Sunday. <laughs> he made every single day and they all belong to him. However, Sunday, uh, being the day that the Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead, and the day that Christians gather to worship, make it a unique day. It is the Lord's day. Uh, think about the phrase in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20, where the Apostle Paul uses the term, the Lord's Supper. Now obviously, every meal is given us by the Lord. And we are to do all things, including eat, to the glory of God. All of our meals are in some sense holy to the Lord. But when Paul uses that phrase, the Lord's Supper, he is referring to a special religious Christian ceremony. And so it is with Sunday. It is a day in which Christians gather to worship God with His people. That's why I say, that's why the Christian church, that's why Protestants have said that Sunday is the Lord's day. Now I have been alluding to the fact that Christians worshipped on this day and I made particular points of application based on this fact. So, when someone uses the phrase, uh, the early church, they can either mean the early church fathers, such as uh, Clement of Rome, Ignatius, Justin Martyr, Irenaeus, or, or the early church, as in the apostles. So, when I said the early church referred to Sunday as the Lord's Day, and treated it as a day for worship, I was referring to both the apostles and the early church fathers, and I'll make that case here. 
So let me just start with the apostles. Let's look at Acts chapter 20, verse 7. In Acts chapter 20, verse 7, we have this verse reading. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, that's a reference to the Lord's Supper, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day. And he prolonged his speech until midnight. Now, uh, it must be noted here that Paul had been in Troas for about seven days, but only the gathering of the church on the first day is mentioned. Now, it does appear that Paul was in a hurry to be in Jerusalem. Look at um, verse 16. And so this makes it all the more clear that he is waiting, and that not only is he waiting, his waiting was purposeful. He wanted to speak to the whole church. And when would he get the opportunity to do so? Only when they gathered for their weekly services. And when did they do that? On which day? The first day of the week. That's why it says on the first day of the week, when we were gathered together. So that's what they did. They gathered together on the first day of the week. Also notice uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 1 and verse 2. The Apostle Paul writes, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I directed the churches of Galatia, so you also are to do. On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up, as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. The directions are given here to the churches both in Galatia and in Corinth. Look at verse 1. And notice once again that phrase, the first day of the week. Now think about this. How many other days are mentioned by their number in the New Testament? Can you think of any passages that speak of the second day of the week? Or the third day of the week? Well, no. You wouldn't be able to. Because there aren't any. I do not think that the phrase, the first day of the week, is by any means incidental. This phrase is also used in Mark chapter 16, verse 2 and verse 9, John chapter 20, verse 2 and verse 19. And again, I don't think this is incidental. I would encourage you to read those passages also. Now, where does the phrase, the Lord's Day, come from? Well, it comes from Revelation chapter 1, verse 10, where the Apostle John writes, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. So, here's the phrase, the Lord's day. Why use this phrase? And does this actually refer to Sunday? Well, consider this comment from pastor and theologian Sam Waldron. Sam Waldron writes, The designation, Lord's day, is a reference to the Lord Jesus Christ. The day in view, then, is peculiarly connected with the Lordship of Jesus Christ. There is only one day that possesses such a connection, the first day of the week. It was upon this day when being raised from the dead, he entered in a new sense into the position of Lord. See Romans chapter 14 verse 9, Acts chapter 2 verse 30 to verse 36, chapter 4 verse 10 and 11. He also quotes numerous other passages. So another important question to ask then is this. 
How did the early church understand the phrase? And by the early church, I'm referring now to the early church fathers. How did they understand the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, Sunday and worship? Well, the Didache, which is an early Christian document, a a kind of teaching manual with regards to baptism, fasting and communion, contains this phrase. But every Lord's Day, do ye gather yourselves together and break bread and give thanksgiving after having confessed your transgressions that your sacrifice may be pure. So we see here in this document that the early church gathered on the Lord's Day and they broke bread, that's the Lord's Supper. They gave thanks, confessing their sins. So clearly this is a religious gathering, a religious ceremony. That is worship. So this suggests strongly then that the Lord's Day was the day the church gathered for worship. And we have seen that the church gathered on the first day of the week. These terms are synonymous. Justin Martyr, a second century church father who lived from about 100 AD to 160 AD, said this, But Sunday is the day on which we all hold our common assembly. Because it is the first day on which God, having wrought a change in the darkness and matter, made the world. And Jesus Christ, our Savior, on the same day, rose from the dead. Do you see that? Sunday is the day we worship. Sunday is the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Sunday is the Lord's day. Well, I hope that this was uh, beneficial. I hope that this was helpful. And again, I would encourage you to um, uh, check out the references that I, mes- uh, that I mentioned. Uh, see if what I'm saying is true, if it is in the Word of God. And uh, yes, well, thank you for listening. And I trust again that you would have a, a wonderful day going forward. God bless. Mm-hmm.